Everybody, welcome to Murder Moose. Murder Moose. I'm just. I'm actually. I was sitting there. That wasn't a like waiting for Josh. That was a holy shit. Josh didn't interrupt me, and like I didn't know what to do. Like it's. <laughs> I know. This, it was really this, good. I was like, this, he's. Uh, ooh, uh, ooh, uh, ee, ee. Okay, I did it now. Ooh, uh, ee. P- podcasting is uh, this podcast in particular is a expertise or a expertise a practice in uh, improv. Improvisation. I can't say the word improvisation. I'm just talking shit. It's been a day, man. It's been a hell of a day. But how the fuck are you, Josh? You sexy fuck. I, uh, dude, I just had a poker tournament thing because I work for like a poker. Uh, if if you anybody listening cares, I work for a company called Cash Live. It's a poker app on your phone. Get it free. Win free. Uh, win money actually for free. American yeah. too, right? So. <laughs> um the but, dollar uh, a yeah my uh my boss is a poker pro but we're playing like for f- it's like fake money whatever but the winner wins like amazon gift cards and stuff so i'm playing against a poker pro but i had it was so close man he he i got it all in both games with the the best hand and got rivered both times to get knocked out so you can't be mad at your own play when you're doing it getting it in with yeah. the best and getting rivered so whatever all good i still won uh two amazon gift cards so i've had a good day man you can't uh you know and the team i work with are all really awesome people too so it's like yeah man good day yeah that's awesome man i uh i had one of those days where like i'm getting frustrated this week because i usually take this whole week off but then they're like rock can you do this and this and so I've been doing. This is what happens. Yeah. You know when you know when you go to work and you go, there's a a a, a move I've made not more not once not probably two or three times at this point in the last couple of years, where I go, hey guys, uh, I'm not doing enough. I don't have enough work right this second. Can you give me some more work? And it always comes back and starts using my balls like a like a speed bag. It's just like. Why would you ever say that to someone? <laughs> because unfortunately my job is I'm literally like for how much I get paid and what I do, I get I charge my hours like I'm a Best Buy employee because of contract work. And okay. so like Yeah, I did that so for it's years like, and years. Never mind. So like every single I was like not it's not like a salary job where I right. like I mean I'm a salary job, but I'm inputting hours. Um so if I'm, I'm charging some fucking number that and not doing anything, I can get fired very, very easily. So I have to be like, it hurts, but I have to do it sometimes. But yeah, yeah, no, so, that makes sense. So it's just it's almost Christmas. Uh, uh, we're we're recording uh, the twenty first before uh, whatever Christmas. But Josh, we've had a good year, man. It's uh, been a lot of weird adventures, but with like we crossed 50 episodes we've we've done some shit we got one more episode before the year's up but yeah i took a big long break because life smacked me in the dick real hard and i had to uh had to just take a break from life and like i don't know like you know when the going gets tough you uh you get really close with your family 
and yeah. uh yeah good family time yeah. and uh but your family too man like i i felt so weird and so bad not doing this because like yeah. like you said before man uh doing this with you every week is something i look forward to it's something yeah. that like especially movies man because like if you you meet someone in life that like loves movies even like a, a tiny bit as much as uh rod and i both do you hold yeah. on to that person and you you yeah. make a fucking podcast and talk about <laughs> movies with them right like it's just yeah, one of those yeah. things <laughs> exactly i mean dude it's uh it it's we get to talk about some weird shit i mean we've we've talked about some really bad movies we talked about some really incredible movies i mean we talked about things like old boy which is like in my top five favorite movies of all time yeah um but uh just all this stuff is is it's cool to like sit there and go in and all your canadian movies that i probably would never have watched if you hadn't pointed them at me like right? that are really cool um so yeah we've done some cool shit man um I'm glad have, uh, I got to meet those people like because of the the honestly anywhere you live like I, I, I'm not saying right now because of COVID and all that stuff it's a lot harder and it's getting terrible out there again so everyone stay safe yeah. but I'm saying like in the past me uh, going out of the normal system of movies of going to the cineplexes and like yeah. the big big theaters and stuff and and going to the the little shops and the the festivals that are put on by your city and put giving a chance to filmmakers that you have no idea who they are or anyone that's in the yeah. movie they that's how you find psycho goreman that's how you find like all these movies yeah. that are like now my favorite and meeting those people that got to uh create those movies i'm like wow like they're rock stars to me because they're they're literally uh, they all had matching like biker uh, vests, like jean jacket yeah. biker vests with black yeah. fawn films on the back. I was like, you guys are fucking awesome. Like, it's so yeah. cool. And But that's who yeah. they are. They're just like rad. They're rock stars. To yeah. Me, right? like, Dude, I know I, I know it is, especially when you have something as a hobby. Like, uh, uh, you're talking about you, you make short films and want to do more movies. And I love movies. I've never, like, making movies I've never gone into, but like, I produce content, you know, I stream and stuff like that podcast. And, so, but when you meet someone who's like been doing it or do it, does it at a, a, such a like high yeah. level, it's like you, even though it's weird because I know, I know from experience that like, I don't think these people are looking at you like down the ladder or anything like that. Like every, most of the people I met that stream at like higher up are really, really, really nice people. Yeah. Um, but it's that thing where you're like, oh shit, I'm this like little scammy person. I'm, you know, down like, you know, that's that they're gonna think I'm just like trying to like suck on their titty or something like that. But you, even though you know you're not, but it's just human insecurities, man. It really is, like, right? Like, it's, I feel like I felt that a while ago. The longer yeah. I go at this and the more like breaks I take and just like yeah. it is what it is, man. Like, everyone's got their own journey. Yeah. Everyone's gonna, you know, either gain a huge audience or gain whatever audience they're going to gain when they're going to gain it. Yeah. Like it's, it's everyone's yeah. different journey and it's, I don't know, man, like it doesn't really, you know, we were having that like <laughs> mini conversation before we started here about yeah. just like the weird thing that happens with Twitch numbers and how you, yeah. you, you come to expect some things and then when it doesn't come, it makes you feel a certain way. It makes you feel either bad or weird or like you've maybe done something yeah. wrong. 
but that's just the psychology it's, of like putting yourself out there as well, right? It's yeah. It's the yeah, it's the uh you want people to appreciate the shit you do. And like we've had as we have more people like interact with us and tell us they're dig the show and shit like that, it always is like it goes people are actually listening and improve uh, you know, appreciating it, which is a it's something that's really cool to people like who doing this stuff because we don't do it to like we're not josh and i aren't trying to do this to like make billions of dollars like (laughs) you know being murder moose but we're it's cool to like go people appreciate something like this that is like it's time put into it right i mean that's really what it is it's we have little cost besides that we have like we have our hosting fees but not much else right this is it isn't a super expensive hobby once you've bought all the shit we've bought to it's more like (laughs) when you are a content creator everything that is considered content is at your disposal to potentially do if you want to right like i know a lot of people that uh now are like why the hell aren't you doing stuff on tiktok you're doing drum stuff i'm like "Eh, you know like i don't i don't know it very much and like i'll get there maybe eventually but like this is you know i'm doing a lot anyway so like whatever it doesn't matter if you do it all you just yeah do what do what you I, want my interactions with tiktok have come down to me posting clips of me swearing at npcs and video games and then the tiktok telling me it violates their user agreement policies or whatever because i'm like calling npcs like a, a game made for five-year-olds a cunt <laughs> just like, I, I love I the platform though anytime i watch yeah. a video on tiktok it is it i don't know if i'm well versed at making bite-sized content like you know you and i do a show that's over an hour long once a week that's how i started in content creation over a decade ago was creating videos uh talking about movies with two other friends in front of a green screen and drinking beers and um trying to upload it to a place that would allow you to upload video that was longer than a fucking hour because youtube wasn't owned by Google yet, and they they would only yeah. allow you to upload like eight minute videos at that point. So yeah. we uploaded to Google Video. <laughs> I don't even know if I know what Google Video is at right? this point. I mean, yeah, dude, it's it's funny for like people who are a little bit younger. The the wild west of like the internet, like and, and this is like you go like the early like the mid 90s to late 90s is like kind of the prehistoric and then you get into the i kind of call like those that that 2000 2010 is really the wild west of a lot of that stuff because that was like you're getting things that's when youtube popped up at the end of it but like you things like new ground and dude i used to make i used to make new ground uh website and uh geo cities websites and there was uh there was a thing like i forget where it was but you could buy or you could get a domain name for free yeah, because they were giving them out for free at that point. And you yeah. would just have a banner at the top that was advertising where you got the the domain name from. And yeah. my buddy and I, because I was in uh, like the band that won all the battle, the bands and stuff in high school. So we were like yeah. in ComTech class making websites for other bands and like, pressing shirts in class getting marks for it but then also selling them (laughs) and then we found a way to like charge bands obviously to make their websites but then uh get them a free domain and then we would hack it so it would uh it would redirect to the the other free hosted website from i I 
forget where it was, but we found free hosting, free domain, and then if you did a redirect, it would get rid of the the banner at the top, so it would redirect you right to the website for free. And Jesus that's Christ. definitely Wild West, dude. Like, yeah, it was awesome. that shit was wild, wild, wild west. Um, okay, but before we go bullshit more, uh, we are part of the Slash and Cast podcast oh, right. network here. <laughs> I just had to mention that because it's. It's contractually obligated. No, it's not. But (laughs) I mean, when you're on a cool thing like that, you got to talk about it. Um, Dude, there's so many cool shows on Slash and Cast. And like, it's just, yeah, it's really cool. I I don't talk about it often because it's this is like your your baby and your thing that you hooked up and stuff. But I just want to uh, spread some love and appreciation to uh, Slash and Cast because it's it's fucking cool, man. There's so many cool people on there, and there are shows that like I haven't gotten to listen to to the extent I want to, just because of the world we live in, um, and shows I want to interact with more. And yeah, the podcast network is really dope. I mean, we've met some really cool people doing it. Um, Hell yeah! But Josh, we both went and saw like the biggest, second biggest movie opening ever over the weekend. I went back to the first theater, my first theater since like 2019, I think it was. Um, we I'm, both went and saw Spider Man. I'm was, gonna put it out there, Spider Man. Like that was the best movie. Like I said this to my buddy Ben, who was on the show before. Um, yeah. Like this is the best movie I've ever seen in theaters. Like, but it, I, I, I think I need to elaborate on that. That was the best movie going experience I've ever yeah. enjoyed, especially in a fully packed IMAX house when certain scenes happen. No spoilers here. I, I don't want to do that to people, uh, but like certain scenes happen and the whole crowd erupts and like to yeah. be a part of stuff like that and just like how great the movie was and yeah. like as a standalone, but also as like a fanfare of just Spider-Man, like I, I, biggest fan of Spider-Man since I was a kid. So to see the character get it, it oh my God, like it, there was just <laughs> nothing wrong with that fucking movie. Yeah, it was. It's a really fun experience. Yeah, and if if you're comfortable and you feel safe, the uh, I Alamo reopened up this weekend, and so I got to go to my Alamo that I said I would. I didn't want to go to a theater without. Um, nice. So uh, we uh, went and so if you guys feel safe going, uh, it's worth to worth it to go see Spider Man. Like I would still wear a mask. We wore masks all the time we were there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a it, it was a blast. Yeah, that that crowd experience. It, it's funny because it's that it's that thing where like when you get the crowd cheering, it's like kind of same the, the kind of same thing as like when you get a crowd like laughing, like at comedy yes. shows or comedy movies. Um, and same thing like when a like a bunch of people get scared at a scary movie. Like you yes. go to a real scary movie with like a like a big scary movie comes out and you get people like gasping and screaming and shit like that. It really makes that experience like it makes it stick with you a little bit. It's kind of like that. Like it's kind of like, you know, when you go to a haunted house uh, or something like that, like you're, you get that other, the other people screaming gets you into it. It's like that, that being around that environment makes a big thing. And, uh, Spider-Man is obviously one of those things that is pretty iconic right now for people our age, you know, and younger. I mean, we've had, we've had Spider-Man movies since we were teenagers. Um, since like what, 20, 2001, whatever it was. Um, yeah. So like, it's a big thing, and Marvel's done such a good job, and Sony let Marvel save their 
butts, you know? Yep. Um, I'm so happy that that whole thing happened because we're getting the movies we deserve as fans. Like, because Sony was not doing the greatest job. And this movie is so meta and well aware and self-aware of all the missteps that Sony took in the past. And it gets to poke fun at all of it. And it's it's just, ugh. It's funny, man, because like I like the Venom movies now that there's two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like they're not the greatest, but they're fun and they're fun. They're fun, but but you see, but you see what happens when Marvel's removed from that equation a little bit, and you're like, they have weird issues like pacing. Yeah. Marvel would never have Marvel would never have let fucking Woody Harrelson put that goddamn wig on if that yeah. was going to be like or wear you know, that shirt. Um, yeah, <laughs> but. but it's all that shit, so yeah. But also, there's two after credit scenes, so if you do see it, make sure you stay. Because, like, half the crowd got up after the first one. I was like, you fucking amateurs. Like, what are you doing? Well, I mean, I was going to say, every Marvel, like, this is what I do. There's always one. There's always at least one. Mm-hmm. And after that one, I will Google how many after credit scenes yeah, yeah, yeah. are there, like, to make sure. Like, because I don't like waiting around if I don't have to, but yeah. Um, and. In the realm of horror, have you been watching anything cool lately? I mean, you and I have like been, I think, so busy and watching weird shit that like I haven't watched much horror uh, recently. I'm I'm watching Dexter, so I'll consider that because it's like you know that's yeah, and it's really good, and I'm really happy to have that back in my life. That character and his son is uh, following in his footsteps, and it's just don't ruin it. I don't know anything about that show. It's anything about that uh, that season. I don't know. Have did you watch the original series? I, I didn't watch the last season and a half or something like that. But yeah, I think the last season I watched was I, I was on was when Colin Hanks was hanging out. But okay. I never finished that season. Yeah, so. I'm I'm happy to yeah to have Dexter back. Like it's it's so Dexter now, and it's yeah I don't know. It's like a a good chicken sandwich. <laughs> With mustard, oh, mustard and chicken sandwiches is perfect. You know, it's funny. Like as a kid, I, everyone's like, like a lot of kids like ketchup. As you start growing up, you're like, no, mustard's probably better most of the time. Probably. Oh no! But, ben just sent me a must- text. What's it say? It says the new Matrix is bad. Yeah, I, I had uh, someone was telling me in my stream that Jeremy Johns, the the YouTuber. Uh, if you know anything about the guy's YouTube reviews, he uh, he said you're in a new, like he, like when a movie's bad, he basically says you need to get drunk to enjoy it. And no. he said that you need to get drunk to enjoy. It. See, like this is the thing. I, I was on the uh, I was on the like uh, on the on the edge of like okay, Matrix the first one was like such a huge influential movie for me. Saw it in theaters, a theater that doesn't even exist anymore. And yeah. uh, that was the same theater I saw Jurassic Park in, too. So, like, two of the biggest movies of my life I saw in the same theater that doesn't exist anymore. But then uh, I saw all the others. And I worked at a movie theater when the second one came out. So I I was the guy that went in and cleaned up and, like, signed the sheet at the front of the movie that, like, you know, in the exit where the light turns on and it yeah, disturbs yeah. you. I was that asshole that would come in and disturb <laughs> the movies and sign a stupid sheet. It was so dumb. I guess you're yeah. seeing if people are sneaking people in or something. I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah. But um, I uh, I remember going into the theater and knew exactly if the movie started now, 
I knew exactly when that huge fight scene with all the like claymation looking <laughs> uh, agents came and kicked yeah. them on the roof and stuff. So I watched that scene like 85 times in theaters. I would just go yeah. in and sit down in the front row <laughs> and watch it over and that over. That scene so good. That's that scene has not aged well. I mean, that no. scene wasn't great back then. But, but that's still, now it you watch huge it huge yeah. when you're like yeah. a kid working at a movie theater sweeping yeah. up the aisles like yeah so you're just like, watching so Ken I was Ru on the I was Ru on the cusp yeah. of like do I go to the theater or do I just watch it on HBO Max because it's coming out at the same time now this is obviously I'm going to watch it at home like not waste my money yeah. type thing yeah I I man I those it's, it's very much it feels like things like when someone has one good idea and then they go, uh, it's kind of like, it, <laughs> kind of, uh, uh, what do you call him, Neil, uh, the guy from uh, District 51, or District, what the fuck, my brain is frying, District 9, and then he does Elysium, and then he does Champy, and you're starting to go, they just keep getting worse, like, it's like, they don't, it's like, it's M. Night Shyamalan, and he wrote, you know, what are you giggling about over there, Josh? He just sent me another picture. It's got 70% on Rotten Tomatoes. And then he sent the Britney Spears like, huh? Huh? What? Well, weird. What? What? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, what? Now I I'm the on the fence again. Is... What the frick? <laughs> just, go to the, the, just go to the theater, Josh. You know you're going to. You know. But you're it comes to. out like tomorrow or the next day. It comes right? out on Thursday. It comes out on Christmas, I thought, which what? is Saturday. But... Well, every, every movie gets a Thursday release, right? So, Yeah. I don't know. Okay, Josh. Josh, Josh. We dove into a, a Christmas horror classic this week, and the 1984 film Gremlins. Josh, do your thing, and I want your best movie announcer voice here. Like, and you know, the, because the it's a, a movie that was made in the 80s, that Corey Feldman, of course, was in it. So don't worry, he was in this one too. <laughs> Corey Feldman was a fucking pimp, man. I was thinking about all the awesome movies that oh. motherfucker did in the 80s like like for the top films of the whole 80s that yeah. i could think of on the like, right hand it was this film gremlins and uh the lost boys and he was in friday four and he was in the goonies goonies like, it, it just doesn't matter if you're in goonies you're in the best like goonies is like one of the all-time like that's the one i grew up with that just like it i don't know it was a huge stamp on my life of yeah. just like wow you can't make anything better than the goonies yeah. you can't touch yeah. it all right and and then chunk became a lawyer yeah What's there, what is it? Is it chunk right yeah yep comedy fantasy horror from the 80s gremlins a young man uh in a inadvertently it, it, breaks three important rules concerning his new pet and unleashes a horde of malevolent malevolent mischievous monsters on a small town he's a fucking There's idiot oh, dude we're sitting i'm watching this watch last night with my mom with my mom my wife god damn it what the fuck is wrong with me did Josh? you do that my last brain, week i don't know i don't know what's wrong with me my brain is tired it's beaten and i don't know there's i got issues josh um i was in there with my wife watching this last night and i'm sitting there going Everything this motherfucker does is just completely YOLO. Yeah. So, like, guys, go watch Gremlins if you haven't. This movie is fucking older than me. This movie is, like, next year is 40. 
So go watch this movie. It's amazing. I'm not. We're not fucking around with spoilers and not spoilers in a movie this old. But it's from 1984. Yep. Or 19. Oh, why did I say? Why did I think it was 1982? My brain. Um, it's older than so me. It's got a couple more. Yeah, it's not as old as me, but it's almost there. Um, so th- this kid pulls this gremlin home after his dad, or pulls it into his room after his dad brings it home, and immediately this moron like is spilling water on them, is feeding them after they're supposed to be fed, and. J- and flashing these motherfuckers with cameras and shit like that, and you go. He really just doesn't give a fuck. It seems. No, he doesn't. It's funny because as as I get older, I start going. I kind of see why the old bitchy lady is pissed off about this kid's dog because this motherfucker is like the dog. Like I don't know. She's a she's an old bitch, and I don't like her. And I cheer when she gets fucking like yeeted out the window at ninety miles an <laughs> yeah, hour. So good. But uh, yeah, but who goes and uh, says? Don't let me get a hold of him or I'll kill him slowly like he deserves. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Who talks that's, about a dog like that? Yeah, exactly. It's fucking psychopath material. <laughs> um, but let's get this out of the way, Josh. Yes. Because this movie has a couple things that don't ruin anything, but still, as I've seen this movie, like, I don't know how many times. I've seen this movie then more than a lot of horror movies. This movie has three rules for you can't things right. you can't do to the Mogwais. Number one, they don't like flashes and uh, Bright sunlight. Yes. So this is reasonable. And it's a rule that actually is the most concrete makes rule, makes sense rule in the entire movie. Reasonable. But then we go into the rule that is the major problem, and I still don't know. This movie, okay, was directed by Joe Dante. Did The Howling. Did a lot of movies. Written by Christopher Columbus, one of the you know greats. What did uh, fucking Steven Spielberg produced it or whatever? His name's yeah. at the fucking beginning. I think it's a producer. Presented and him. yeah, you get a rule that I don't know how everyone. There's a simple way to fix this rule, but the rule is you can't feed a gremlin after midnight. This rule doesn't make any sense for multiple reasons. Time zones. And they never, ever, ever justify when you could eat, feed them again. So what I'm saying is, and I said this, I think I was saying this to you last night. If they just would have went, yeah, you can't feed them when the sun's down. It would have made so much more sense. And no one would be questioning it. And it wouldn't, you would have to ask about, what about Arizona that doesn't acknowledge daylight savings time and shit like that? Um, that's, that's the, the, the big one. Uh, I don't think it's a big deal. I think it's actually funny to give it a little bit of shit because the movie yeah, but if you otherwise, can't give them, like, so you can't give them water at all, but like, they're like drinking other liquids all the time and like booze and stuff. And like, it doesn't make sense yeah. either. Right. So. The, the other thing I was going with that. They're run- the little motherfuckers are running around in snow the whole movie. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, oh, water. Yeah. It, so I that rule, it, it, I I feel like they would have like they needed to like clarify those rules a little bit and made them a little bit more clear. Um, and it, it you really besides that, I really think this movie is pretty perfect. Um, it was one of the two movies that made us have a PG thirteen. Uh, 
uh, rating. I don't want to know how many kids like childhood childhoods this movie fucking destroyed because there is some shit in this movie that I go. I don't remember how old I was when I saw this, but the 80s were a fucking wild time. (laughs) Yep. It was this in Temple of Doom, man. They uh, and you see this movie and you go. Holy shit. My wife's sitting there and she's like, I don't remember this. And she's seeing all this, the, especially the mom. The mom in this movie, um, who is uh, played by fucking, who's the mom? I had such but a crush mo- on the, like, the female. Phoebe Cates. Oh my yes. God. Phoebe Cates, who. I, she's a very, very, very beautiful lady. But the mom, uh, Zach Galligan, who plays Billy, his mom is the most hardcore motherfucker. It's like, this lady, like, kills motherfuckers and doesn't even like like puts on the sunglasses yeah. and goes thug life after yeah. um and my wife's like watching some of the shit she does like especially she has one big scene where she just fucks some gremlins up she uh she she stabs one a bunch yeah. of times like she goes all michael myers on him she fucking juices one in a goddamn <laughs> like juicer yep. she fucking blows one up in a goddamn microwave Man, she just like she has like four back to back to back murders that are just like you are a hardcore woman, you know that? Um and you sit there going, It's funny because she's by far the most competent person in this entire movie oh, because yeah. the the dad is a fucking idiot who is this terrible inventor who I that's He's inventing thing. things that a, nobody wants, but he's yeah. it's all about the pitch. And that's it. Yeah. Like, if because like honestly, as an entrepreneur myself, I yeah. never liked the salesy part of yeah. being an entrepreneur. He had both, so he had yeah. the like, he had enough of. Uh, I don't know. You got you got to be a different person to put it all on the line to make yeah. things out of nothing. So like, you got to give him a little bit of props. All his ideas I, are oh, shit, but he's got the gift of sales pitches like down. Yeah. Well. Th- the thing that this is the question I have though. This motherfucker is chucking two hundred dollars at an old dude in nineteen eighty four, and this motherfucker is like s- trying to sell like pocket bathroom things with a mirror <laughs> and a sh- like like I want to see I I, I have and toothpaste to that just like Night. splooges all over you. I think that was shaving cream, wasn't it? No, it was shaving cream when he added the razor. But when he was in at the beginning, the razor didn't exist yet, so it was toothpaste. Yeah. So I want to see something. So I'm doing uh, the inflation thing. So between 1984 and now, he's chucking $500, $535.03 is $200 in 1984. So he's chucking over $500 at this old guy. To buy a uh, uh, a mogwai for his son, and you're sitting there going, "But he's an inventor. He doesn't have a job. Like that's how many of those fucking bathroom buddies did he sell? Or the smokeless, uh, the smokeless uh, <laughs> s- Ashtray. uh, ashtrays that he sells? Uh, and I, 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 that's very kind yeah. of you. <laughs> yeah, man. You sit there and you go, "Man, this dude is or very generous. Of he's you. yeah." yeah. He's a hustler, man. He's a hustler. Uh, but you know, there's a couple things too. It's funny because now they've been, they have Gizmo has been in, and if you guys don't know, I have a French bulldog named Gizmo who's fucking the cutest thing in the world. But uh, 
Gizmo's in Mountain Dew commercials now. Have you seen the Mountain Dew commercials he's in? Like they have new Mountain Dew commercials what? where like Gizmo's drinking Mountain Dew. Nice. Um, they know their target audience. I I noticed watching this movie. Yeah, Gizmo looks a little bit crankier in this one than he does in the sequel. In the sequel, they like he's got like cuter. Yeah, well, it's like little things. Like he's got these like wrinkles all around his mouth in this one that make him look older. And they cleaned that up, and then they made him. He's got some scenes where he looks derpy as fuck in this movie. Yes, like totally. Like yeah, where he's like going to sleep, he looks a little derpy. Um, a couple times, but. Yeah, I know. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying I, it, just things I noticed when watching this since uh, I think last Christmas time I watched one and two back to back. And then going back to one again this year uh, made me go, oh, OK. And then just, you know, also Gizmo is always Gizmo is always awesome. And I love him watching movies. He's watching like old 50s movies yeah. and he's like pretending he's like the main star of the movie. He's like. Yeah, I'm Gizmo. I'm a fucking pimp, um, and he he it foreshadows him driving the little Barbie car at the end, which is one of my favorite things ever. Um, he's just a cutie. He is. He is. He's a. Uh, he's there. Gizmo is a Mogwai, like I said. Has three rules. Rules are weird, but you still have to follow them. And uh, Billy in this movie does not know how to follow rules. Josh, he no, he's uh, a fucking idiot. <laughs> he. You know what it makes me even like it's like you get frustrated with him, Billy. Yeah, but because- everyone like this is what the the problem or my problem with like rewatching older movies that I haven't seen since the eighties. And it's yeah. like the the things that we are used to as just like normal moviegoers nowadays, the rules of filmmaking, the rules of just like good character writing and blah blah blah. Everyone yeah. just seems so dumb in comparison to what we would expect from a normal human being interacting with something this crazy nowadays because movies like this existed and gave us something to believe in, I guess. But like now our expectations are way higher for what needs to be there. And like, yeah, it just, it seems like it's, it's fun to watch though. Cause like the acting isn't the greatest, the editing isn't the greatest, but it's still so fun and, and just, yeah, it's so yeah, dude. You don't see stuff the, like this the, anymore, man. Puppet movies the, done this big. Yeah, the puppets, the f- effects in this movie are perfect. Like they're so fucking good. Like because it's all, all practical, the, man. Because yeah. that's why it holds up so well. Yeah, they have no like. You're just like I don't know. I, I'm curious on how many different of the gremlins like they had the bad ones. Uh, there There's had to so have been like. Many. <laughs> Especially in the well, they, movie theater and stuff, there's like yeah. there's like a hundred in that movie theater or more. But they, but you know, they could have used that as like combined shots for like doing different pup, like you know, models and stuff like that. Who um, knows? Yeah, but the uh, the the effects though are just so good. Like you don't. I was thinking about this now, like you know, with the Gizmo Mountain Dew commercials. This this movie would be. If it was a movie, it would be completely CGI, right? It would be like, yeah, maybe some, maybe some. Like, well, they would have hero maybe ones Giz- to interact with uh, the actors yeah. and stuff like up close. But yeah, all those wide shots, there would be zero real well, ones. I mean, you look at you look at uh, look at Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, I've been playing the game, but like it, the movies, 
rocket is just like a tennis ball or, yeah. or it's like like the uh, Sean Gunn who dresses up in a little green suit and mm-hmm. to like, you know, kind of give some them something for them to act to. Um Yeah, it's 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 funny because you're right. It's there's very like this movie isn't B movie, but some of the character like decisions are very B movie, right? It's like yes. you said it, you nailed it. It's like that eighties where all the victims in horror movies are fucking morons, right? You're like, oh no, I like because like like I feel like gremlins are kind of in that same vein as like Chucky, right? You're like you're sitting there as like an, a grown adult who removed from the situation. And you're watching this and say you say it was real. You're like, how many of these fucking gremlins could I punt before I get getting <laughs> so exhausted? Because they're like they're not huge. It's the same thing with Chucky. Chucky doesn't like. Chucky doesn't usually overpower people. He's a yeah, fucking exactly. like you know, it's like, he oh, fucks with people. Fuck off. <laughs> he does overpower some people on that the the TV show a little bit though, or, or almost does. Um, you got to be a but little, man. He's almost like the the booby traps that are or like if he can catch you off guard or slit your like yeah. Achilles tendon or something and that yeah. type of stuff, right? Like it's but it, that's where yeah. Now you can like do like insert shots or this extreme close-ups to like make it all work. Whereas, yeah, they didn't do yeah. a lot. It, even like in introduction shots to like uh, a place, like when you are first introduced to the mother character in the kitchen, and then it goes to him trying to crack the eggs. But the only shot is like a mid-close of like his shoulders up. I'm like, what the fuck? Where's the wide shots or like I don't know yeah. establishing shots of the kid. You know, those are just like man. Whatever. It sounds like you're re- you're really shitting on Joe Dante. I mean, and I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what you should say about that because Joe Dante did do another movie. You missed you you missed this one, but we did uh, the Howling with me and Brian. Yeah, um, Joe Dante did the Howling. No, um, these are just like he's... stupid little things that I notice, like as like yeah. you know what we now expect from like. Yeah the the normal movie going that's what i'm putting on the like because i honestly have not watched this since the 80s so it's kind of crazy yeah to me dude i've watched this movie a ton okay we have to talk about something else because like as we're talking about plot things but phoebe k you're talking brought her up um i didn't realize like after watching this movie like you bring up this movie and it's like a lot of guys especially like oh my god phoebe k she's beautiful in this movie she's got that like girl next door quality that's very she she is the girl next door yeah i mean (laughs) almost like literally but she didn't act long after this like she went on from 84 she she acted for like another decade and then like has done a couple of like random things since then um but she was in like Fast Times at Ridgemont High, yeah. and like it's just like so, shit like this. So she did a lot back then. But man, she was a very pretty lady. Um, Hell yeah! She also does. She's also like has one of the best scenes in the whole movie when she's uh she's bartending <laughs> in the. Uh, I was gonna bring that up. Yeah, like that's the the most eighties scene in the movie. Like she's yeah. continuing to light their cigarettes and pour their booze (laughs) and like all this stuff you just you would not see especially in a pg-13 movie like there's just no way and this was pg also they're like sexually harassing her don't they yes doesn't one of them like slap her ass or something like that yeah there's so so much shit yeah yeah you're like sitting there going oh man especially now it's like that uh the you know me too movements happened everything like that 
but man, it's like shit. This well, movie the, is it's what is uh, it's our culture now too. Like, what's actually yeah. acceptable for humans to do to other humans, and yeah. this is like this is a good place to be. But like for yeah. content creation or movies and all this stuff that it has been a really terrible yeah. place for like just yeah like showcasing i guess even like how terrible it was too right like you can't get yeah. away with a lot oh, of the dude. stuff that yeah. people were getting away with in the 80s and putting it on film too especially in like if we like go comedies like comedies especially comedies but, but like this is this would be more geared towards like the teenage demographic yeah and if you go to like even teenage movies up even into the 2000s and stuff all those tropes of like you know what uh women's roles or girls and guys in yeah. high schools and stuff it's just it's changed completely uh, as well right so it's yeah yeah man like dude you go back to things like the uh like uh what are the the nerd movies where they're like uh, nerds are taking back or whatever? Uh, like they're beating up the jocks. They have like the nerd fraternity. Like that movie and like Porky's and like Animal House. There's like movies that are like right. Oh, like oh yeah, Porky's uh, man. <laughs> like it's you just you, does not hold you get up. shit. You get shit that you're like, oh, that's what just happened was rape. Um, yes, exactly. And then like they're like laughing about it, and it's like, what the? F-? I mean, like, dude, and it's. It's just like the time, and this movie doesn't have any of no. that stuff really. But like, it, it you get off that point of what happened and and how movies were. And like again, this movie was very PG. It was this movie and uh, Temple of Doom that made him make a PG thirteen because I I'm pre- I'm sure there are plenty of PG aged kids that could watch this movie and be fine. But man, it probably fucks them up. Like I said before. Also, one of my favorite people ever is in this movie. Um, Dick Miller, who like, who plays the drunk who who's warning everyone about uh, the gremlins and like he, he was in the 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 Great War. <laughs> yeah, and this that's more eighties shit. This motherfucker is like getting kicked out of the bar for being like insanely fucked up, and he's trying to get, like drive his car home, and they're like just chuckling about it, they're like, oh. Mr. Futterman, you can't drive. Ha ha ha. It's like <laughs> and now the guy would be being hauled away to the drunk tank. Um the 80s, man. But, I mean, well, it's, the two, it makes... the cops were freaking drunk asses in this movie too. They were freaking hammered. Oh, and... uh, you know, did you notice who the one cop was, by the way? I don't know if you noticed. Uh it's the Mike from Better Call Saul and uh, Breaking Bad. Uh, he played one of the cops. And you're like, are you fucking kidding me? You know, uh, the bald guy, Mike. Oh, really? You know, yeah, he was one of the cops. He was the he was the cop that like the younger one, and he's like, uh, can we go back to the station now when the gremlins are attacking oh, right. this car? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, that he was another one. I'm like, damn, it's funny because that man has been bald for a very long time. I don't know what his name is offhand. Um, but yeah, but uh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, it's fucking how IMDb does their page now with all these fucking Ike. It's just like it makes it so much Jonathan harder to Banks? find. Really? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Whoa. Okay. What? I was like, 
because he plays the really drunk guy or drunk cop in this and like man i did not like i was like he looks so familiar <laughs> holy shit i just realized because you told me that right now that it's him that's yeah. just that's nuts yep. i cannot wait by the way for better call Saul to come back because it's been off for so long because of covid and then uh cranston had uh or no not cranston what the fuck am i talking about um Bob Odenkirk had his like heart attack thing on set and stuff, so like yeah. super scary, and it postponed it a little bit longer. So ha- it's one of my favorite shows, man. I haven't watched it. I need to. Uh, have you watched? You just remind me. Have you watched that Nobody movie? Yes, it's, it's so fucking, fun. It's so fun. It's man. not. It's, it's not great, it's, but it's it's yeah. It, it's very much like uh, John Wick, but yes. like not as good. But but it's it's, put, it's definitely popcorn like. If you're expecting it to be like, I don't know. Like I just love Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, and, he's he's awesome. And yeah. like to see him be the like, it's like the attempt to make him the new Die Hard, like Bruce Willis style character. And he, yeah, I I, I think he's awesome in it. Like, it's it's very much like Leslie Neal, uh, sin and like what or Leslie. Uh, oh yeah. With the uh, with Taken, Taken right? yeah, 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 like a middle came out of guy nowhere. That year yeah. too. I remember uh, I, Ben and I like, went and saw Taken a couple weeks after it came out. Like we were just like, oh whatever, like let's go see something. And then we saw Taken, and like that was one of the movies that we yeah. hadn't really heard anything about. It came out of nowhere for us, and I was like, what the fuck? That was so epic. Like yeah. that was, and it, yeah. I think that came out the same year as Double O, a Double O Seven movie that I wasn't overly stoked on i was like it was kind of boring to be honest to yeah. me and then taking came out and just like whooped its ass and i was like whoa liam neeson's the new bond for me yeah he's very uh that movie was very like that was they were doing a bunch of really hardcore kind of like pg-13 action movies at that point like yeah. you, were, you were still i think doing or it was right around the time of things like uh like the uh born movies yes and born shit was like that. killing it yeah, and Mission Impossible, which is still going, uh, stuff like that. So, um, still killing it, by the way. Like, uh, yeah, dude, you, you could do a lot with action with PG thirteen. Like, it's it doesn't require whatever, because all you have to do is not show blood when people get you know taken out, which isn't a big deal. Nope. And uh, so, yeah, um, but yeah, so this movie really goes. And we'll go over. We can go thing through things. We kind of been talking about it in order a little bit, but. Um, we have Mr. Inventor Man. Um, Daddy O. Daddy O uh, is looking for this uh, present for his son. He goes in and tries to sell this old Chinese man or his inventions. Uh, and he finds Gizmo in this cage. And basically, he's doing his humming and singing. And I love Gizmo singing in this. And, and my wife pointed out some at one point at the very end, I didn't realize he was singing Hi Ho. Uh, because he likes the the hi ho song because of uh, the movies, um, but yeah, he, so he finds this thing and he uh, the old, the old Chinese guy uh, is the grandfather who owns the store and he won't sell it to him. And the the one thing I don't like about his character and it probably was because of the quality of films that like you know what they're showing it on. They put this really shitty blue contact in his eye. To, like, I think to make him like look mystical or something like that, <laughs> and I'm like, Ugh. and it doesn't look good, like you know, an updated like when you're watching it in on Blu-ray or whatever on streaming. Yeah. Um, 
But the kid's grandson knows he needs money and sells him Gizmo. Uh, he takes him outside and he tells him the f- three rules. You no know, bright lights like the sun and, and don't feed him after midnight and don't get him wet. Um, and as I said earlier, there's a lot of money, 500 bucks. But you think about it, you could pay 500 bucks for a dog or a cat pretty easy nowadays. But yep. um, So he takes it home and uh, immediately they're like fucking rolls up kind of like they he gives them to his son billy and doesn't stop the wife from taking pictures with her camera and like fuck schizmo up like it's like beating the shit out of him because like he's so photo you know sensitive um and you're sitting there going uh what he was in like different strokes i think so yeah i just remember Um, from like an old ass show yeah, he's one of those actors that just like always looked like a dad. He wasn't. F- he was a musician too. I didn't know that. Hoyt Axton was his name. Um, damn. He because he sees it like he does uh, soundtracks for like Forrest Gump, The Big Chill, Easy Rider. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, but uh. So yeah, the kid, they're fucking up. They they fuck up the rules basically instantly. He was um, Captain Planet. <laughs> he's a hero, gonna take pollution down, down to, to zero. zero. With our powers uh, combined. <laughs> <laughs> um. So then, uh, Corey Feldman decides he's gonna make a. They, I I think this movie needed a little more Corey Feldman, but uh, no, he uh he makes his appearance. And uh, he he sees Gizmo and then promptly pours water on all of them. And whoa, what happened to him? All I did was pour yeah. water on him right after you told me not to. <laughs> <laughs> after you told me rule number two, don't get him wet. Um, or rule number three, whatever it was. Um, and what the hell was in you that? Get Just a... water. <laughs> you know, it's funny because like this one, it has like it. Most of the gremlins are pretty like generic, besides like Spike and, uh, um, and then like there's like a uh, like a another one that has like is wearing like lipstick and stuff at the bar scene or yeah. or whatever later on, um, and like yeah, five of these things pop off of Gizmo and he's like, they're there's all a little lot of them balls. that had guns too, like they, yeah, they all of a sudden was... just have fucking handguns, like half of them, yeah. Well, I was sitting there going, "What kind of fucking guns fit in like little, little Remlin's hands?" Um, but I do like at the very end when Spike gets that gun, he's like, "Gun" or whatever, yeah. and it's like, <laughs> I'm like, but I was laughing because I was like, for some reason, the, I watched it on HBO Max, and but for some reason, the uh, when he said that there was like question mark, and I'm like, why is he questioning it? I don't get it. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, so yeah, five of these things pop up, and this is where you start going, what are these idiots doing? Like, they're immediately, they're bullying Gizmo, like, right away, like, little fucking assholes. Um, they're, like, scaring Gizmo. They all hang out with each other, and then they have the ringleader, which is Spike. Um, and, like, a co- I don't even know, lo- it can't be very long after he had them, after the, the five popped up. Uh, they start crying about food at night, and he's like, "Oh, it's not, it's not midnight yet," and he gives them a bunch of chicken wings. Okay, this is where I'm like, "Billy, you're a fucking moron." <laughs> he walks from his room in the 
attic of the fucking house. All the way down to the kitchen, gets him a bunch of chicken wings, and doesn't see a fucking clock to realize it's after midnight. Fuck but he does it. Moron. Exactly. Check uh, the oven. Brings him. He yeah. <laughs> the mov uh, moven. What's a moven? The oven and a microwave combined. You just want to say mom again or something? I don't know. <laughs> Fuck you, Josh. <laughs> uh, um, and he uh, he goes to bed. Basically, he wakes up the next morning and he's like. What the fuck? And then there's like five alien from uh, alien eggs from the movie Alien just lying around on the floor. Um, they See, those is, th- uh, don't. One of the b- main things that I always love about '80s movies is all '80s movies use so much goo and just like yeah. oozy, gross things that look amazing yeah. when you put light on it, and it looks creepy yeah. and gross and sticky and whatever. 80s movies had that going for it over anything else. Like, you go back and watch Ernest Scared Stupid, everything but what they added in post stands yeah. the test of time like crazy. Like, the troll looks yeah. amazing. All the gooey, oozy shit that's... Uh, it looks so good. And it's creepy oh, as yeah. hell. This movie yep. got that right as well. Like, all the puppets. Yep. And that's why it all... Like, it's you like just throw a bunch of ooze on it, and it's lit well. It looks creepy and gross. So, it's awesome. Yep. Dude, another I forgot. This is more stupid before the 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 gremlins fuck with him. Billy takes one of the fucking gremlins to his fucking science like high school science teacher for some fucking reason. And you're like he's like, "Can I like they're like getting he's getting them wet to make more gremlins." Like, what the fuck are you doing? So this Here is you a go. question. Just have this, this hat this one. Yeah. yeah. This I got a thing that reproduces. <laughs> so this is my thought process. Or my questioning, my thought process. If gremlins are real with these rules, would water rain stop them from taking over the world? Because otherwise I feel like there's no way they wouldn't take over the world. And I know sunlight, but like they would just hang out and like all party wherever they were and just keep getting wet and keep going. And I just think they just go to the sewers during the day and reproduce like freaking times 10 and then at night and then they go right back, you know, like it. Then they turn into Chud. Yeah. Did you ever watch Chud? Chud? <laughs> I've never seen Chud. I oh, know dude, Chud. Chud is so good. I need to watch Chud at some point. Um, yeah. So he takes him, and then the fucking I hate the high school teacher, man. This that <laughs> ass fuck. He's like one, like right when he's about to die, he's like watching some weird like 1950s like surgery thing on his old like wheel projector, and I fucking hate. But like he's like. <laughs> fucking taking like i like how he's taking blood samples from the one he got and he's like giving it shit he's like, oh you're a little don't be a little bitch that's not what he said but it's basically he's like oh i'm just drawing blood shut up um no he said don't be a little and yeah he said don't be a little bitch you fucker (laughs) i'm gonna use one one pg fuck 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 um yeah so uh and the same time uh uh (laughs) <laughs> Billy's Billy's uh, gremlins or Mogwai are eating chicken wings. This thing, this mother, he tells him, he tells this fucking idiot the rules too, and he leaves a sandwich right next to his fucking cage. He's like, he's like just munching on a fucking sandwich at like whatever. Um, and that, I did like that image though, like when he comes back in the next day, like he had like left him in like a like a like a guinea pig cage or something like that, and it like it grew into this cocoon. And like you couldn't like, it just like smashed the cocoon open. 
Okay, so I, I don't know why um, movies from the 80s always remind me of, I guess, well, I just looked it up, uh, that movie Stay Tuned with John Ritter in it from, from 1992. I remember seeing that when I was a kid. And for some reason, I just had so many weird nightmares about Stay Tuned. Like, I would get sucked into the TV, and then it was like, you know, it was like Pee-wee's Playhouse when he went to hell. It was like yeah. that style of, like, everything went wrong in the TV shows, and they were getting, like, tortured. And it was like Pee-wee's Hell type thing. But yeah. that, me watching that as a kid, it just, like, this movie, too, Gremlins and Stay Tuned, I just remember having weird, bad dreams, not, like, full-on, like, oh, my God, nightmares, but, like, recurring, yeah. bad badder dreams because of these two movies when i was a kid yeah man yeah it's well because when they like they they don't know what to do after and like there's only gizmo right and eventually they all bust out of their cages while they're running around like billy's going to work and shit like that um and the one man the fucking one the science that science teacher gotta be fucking deserved because he's fucking sitting there like because he called him a little and bitch. He gets, yeah, he called him a little cock-sucking bitch. Uh, I'm no, just taking but, blood, you bitch. Like, come on. I know. <laughs> he uh, he definitely uh, gets stabbed with some, like, green chemical. Wasn't it green? I think it was green. I don't know. But he, he gets poisoned to death by the, the gremlin he had. Um, yeah. And then Billy, uh, like, is figuring out what's happening, and then his he, they all go crazy because only the mom's home and this is where the mom goes fucking ham hard as a motherfucker josh this is what the mom does she she juices one of these motherfuckers she oh yeah fucking michael michael myers one of them she fucking that knife uh, was super long too like yeah it wasn't like a, she, a, just a normal knife she was yeah. like there to fuck people up yeah and uh she she uh she's fighting off another one and then billy comes in and decapitates one of them and knocks it like knocks its head into the fireplace that head was making noises way too fucking long by the way that head was like like for like 30 seconds after <laughs> it was know. on fire i'm like i'm like i don't i wonder where gremlins like vocal cords are that they're able to do this when their heads like cut off and, and in the fireplace um but the mom fucks everything up um and they are the gremlins start going bonkers basically on the town at this point, and it is a. This is where our good friend Dick Miller, the town drunk who we met earlier, and his wife are. They like <laughs> this movie has a lot in common with I feel like you know with like Home Alone kind of things like where it's very like cartoonish how characters react to things like you were talking about you know yeah. we, characters are like silly like him and his wife are sitting there and basically let themselves get run over by a, a plow or or like you know whatever it is in through the living room because they don't move like they don't try to go over the thing they don't try to like get out around it they just kind of stand there and go i guess we're fucked now yeah, josh <laughs> well the most satisfying um, scene in the movie is uh when the, the, old, the old lady, lady yeah goes like, yeah, you just you see the little gremlin like fucking with her like uh, accessible chair that goes up the stairs, and like yep. it's so like I don't know, it's comedic how they do it yep. when it's supposed to be like horrific. But I yep. I laughed so hard when she flew through the window, and you just see her like, yep. <laughs> oh my god, was that what's her name? <laughs> and then you you see her body, and all you see are like 
big purple boots she's wearing or whatever. You're like, what the? <laughs> it's so funny. Well, hey, this is after. So she's been her. She, she threatened to kill Billy's dog, uh, Barney. Twice. Twice. Two also, separate the days. Scene, <laughs> the, the scene where Billy uh, wakes up because he hears Barney crying and he goes downstairs and like the gremlins have like. I think they're the Mogwai still at this point, have like wrapped poor Barney in Christmas lights and the dog is like, what, yeah, what the, the fuck, fuck is was that? <laughs> I don't like seeing a dog. That's the thing. Like, especially nowadays, you fuck with an animal. People are going to like pick it like to yeah. the, you know, you can't mess with animals like that. And this was yeah. like, I, I don't want to see a dog getting stringed up by the Christmas lights. That's just What's mean. Do it to a person. Who cares? But like, not a dog. <laughs> Dude, I think of Anchorman. You remember when uh, Jack Black oh, yeah. kicks his dog off Punts the bridge? His dog, yeah. And you're like, yeah. No. You're like, you're like, what the fuck? Like, I don't even think you could get away with that nowadays, right? Um, yeah. Th- this is like where the whole town is basically getting fucking destroyed. Like, it is. They these gremlins are. They go to Phoebe Kate's restaurant or bar, and they're just like destroying everything. And she's uh, still it, bartending, the only one yep. working too. Like, yep, making extra money it. and getting made yeah. fun of by Judge Reinhold because of it. Fucking Judge Reinhold! I just he, another staple of the '80s, just being yeah. exactly who he is in every movie you've ever seen him in. Yep, that exact person. I love. Him. I. It's funny with him. I all you know who I think of when I see him, what movie? I always think of the Santa Claus, and because he's the uh, oh right he's like yeah the, oh no that the the guy yeah the, he's the, the guy that's with uh, Tim Allen's ex wife yeah he's the douchey like, new guy. I always think yeah. of Clerks cartoons. Judge Reinhold. <laughs> Dude. I just think of uh. uh it, it, the, the, you go into the clerk's cartoons. I think the of, honorable Judge Reinhold. <laughs> They've actually made I him just a think, judge. Yeah, I think of who's driving bears driving. driving. Oh How my can god, that bears be? driving car. How can that be? <laughs> yeah, and I have only seen like you know I haven't seen that since it came out. But that's I like, own it on VHS. Do you? Yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah, he's like the asshole that works with uh with uh Billy at the bank and he's like, I'm gonna be a millionaire by thirty. Nah, 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 nah. And it's like, Oh, this is this is the motherfucker that like that we're in like why our world's falling apart. All our the the uh boomers. This guy's a boomer and he's like And he probably he's like, just, is a millionaire now at the yeah. the hands of all of us. He, he well, screwed up everything. Oh. Well, we know what happened with his the fucking lady who owns the bank got yeeted out a window at ninety miles an hour. Like deposit this, this while pro- I kill your dog yeah. and you watch me. <laughs> I'm gonna explode. I dude, she kind of seemed like like they were like we're gonna uh, we're gonna make the bad guy in Silence of the Lambs like her, but like it's gonna be a middle aged guy and we're gonna tone it down a little bit. We're gonna tone <laughs> it down just a little bit. Buffalo Bill getting toned down. Um, yeah, it's uh, Phoebe. K- it, it's it's so funny, man. Like, why wouldn't you just run out of the fucking place? You're like serving them all booze. This is like where they were gambling and like shooting each. This is where they start shooting each other. And you're like, right. what the fuck? Also, I think I don't know if they clarify it completely in this this movie, but um, when a grim so a mogwai is the furry thing like Gizmo, but when they get when they eat after midnight, they turn into gremlins. And when gremlins get wet, 
they spout out more gremlins. So it's not like, even though the Mogwai is the starting spot, if you, like, you could basically skip. It's like a Pokemon, like, getting super evolved already. Like, they don't have to, they don't have to start off as the bait, like, uh, a Bulbasaur. No, yeah, they I just don't go understand to... how that all works because the gremlins can reproduce the exact same way as the Mogwai, and you see them like bubbling up off of the the back of the like uh, spike of spike at the yeah. at the end, yeah. And it's like, um, but so wait a second. <laughs> like... Well, it's also it's also the only way that there could be as many gremlins like right away as there are because the gremlins are all like this whole thing, like the whole like shit hits the fan basically. It's like one night. It like they they yeah. wake up and the the gremlins like, go batshit crazy basically instantaneously. The other thing I don't I'm not completely sure of is how because Spike is the only one who like escapes the initial house right where the mom fucks everyone up. I think he gets out like Billy comes home and I think it's like just getting dark because this is Christmas time. This is a Christmas movie. Um, also. Phoebe Cates has the worst fucking story, I think, and the saddest story of all time. And I, I, like, if I'm ever thinking about like, what is the saddest story in a movie? Phoebe Cates' dad's story. Her, her name is just Kate in the movie. I keep calling her, putting way more syllables than I need to. Kate's dad, Josh, is just the saddest story. So when she was nine years old, her dad was working on Christmas Eve, and uh, never came home that night. And a few days later. They uh, they tried to light a fire, her and her mom, and uh, her dad was in the chimney dressed up as Santa Claus, so he was trying to surprise everyone, slipped and broke his neck. So Kate, needless to say, has not liked Christmas in a long <laughs> time. And that's how Silent Night, Deadly Night starts. No, I'm just kidding. Basically. <laughs> yeah, basically. Right? It's pretty I mean, fucking like, morbid. Yeah, it's like... If it was a little boy, that might have been like a. I mean, you're missing a you're missing a a pretty traumatic rape of your mother, but like, yeah, that's it's <laughs> not that far off. That's a pretty fucked up story to hear, like from this like third hand, like the second hand like story from her, like because you don't see it, right? Yeah. But man, you're like, oh, man, um, yeah. So basically, all these uh. The gremlins start fucking up. They kill. They kill poor uh, Dick Miller, the drunk conspiracy guy who's telling everyone about gremlins. But like, in his view, they're basic. Gremlins basically break things. When hardware, like, uh, like you know, when your stove breaks, your whatever breaks, it's gremlins. Your car breaks, it's gremlins. Um, he gets run over with his wife. Um, the uh, a, a bunch of gremlins end up basically ending up uh, in the movie theater and then watching uh, Snow White. And this is where like Gizmo learns how to say, like sing hi ho. Um, but they basically every gremlin in the town ends up in the movie theater. I love uh, that. And they I just love that scene in general. It yeah. Just look, it, it's so iconic to me. Anytime a movie yep. theater is used that well, but then also it's yep. just filled with, and at at one point in this movie, as soon as the shit hits the fan, and it lo- it lasts for a long time, it's just yeah. a, a a reason for them to do those insert shots of gremlins doing funny, stupid things. They're like, yep. you know, whatever, and like yeah. that's for a series like a half an hour of the movie. Oh, it's just like, ah, what the fuck? 
and they that's what I love about the second one. The second one has like is a little less serious than the Gremlins and they just they they take that and they're like, "Oh, you guys are going to do that." And they just amp it up to 11, but like this scene is it's it's you just see so many awesome puppets around this theater. It's like this whole theater, it's not a huge theater, it's a little it's, Did you notice I don't like I don't know what, if I noticed the last time I watched it. It's, it's the same town from uh Back to the Future because the bell tower from back to the future is like right there. Like when, when the uh, movie theater blows up and everything like that. Did you notice that it's the same set in Cal uh, universal or whatever I think is why. Oh really? No, um, I didn't notice yeah. that. Yeah. Go watch it. Like when the, so basically they, uh, they, to get rid of all the gremlins, they, they turn on the gas and try to escape. And uh, luckily for the, for the finale, uh, Spike had gotten the munchies and wanted to go, <laughs> Get some candy from a department store. These motherfuckers are like eating and dude, the one that smokes like that happened. Is that like there was the one that she was trying to light the cigarette, but there's like one that has like five cigarettes in his mouth. And yeah. like in one of these two movies, like it's just it's so bonkers. Them them playing poker and the ones dressed up like a lady gremlin makes me laugh. Uh, the uh, the uh, they're like they get mad because they uh, that one of them loses a hand and so he shoots another one of them. Um, it's just like, it's just all tomfoolery. Tomfoolery. This whole um, movie is tomfoolery. It's it hilarious is, though. It is it's so, f- I love it. Like, okay. It's yes. movie magic, dude. It's movie magic. It's like, like what you can do if, with if, film. I, I'm just trying to think like, you know, if someone like Katie Peters hasn't seen it type vibe, you know, someone that yeah. has no idea seeing it for the first time in 2021, 2022 type thing. And yeah. like, to take everything we say, but understand that it's through the light of the eighties and the the fun and the nostalgia and like yeah. oh my god, it's like it's so fun. There's so yeah. many things that we will laugh at now through our lens of twenty twenty one and be like, Oh my god, you just cannot get away with that. But it's fucking hilarious just to see yeah. how like insensitive I guess essentially the world was and stuff. Yeah, and it, I I love it. It's so fun. It dude, it, it it's so much like they're like you complain about the little rules and shit like that, but like none of it like whatever really like it doesn't take away from the film and like yeah. that's what's so good about like like movies like when you can go dive deep and you could like poke at shit, but it doesn't matter because the movie just it's fun. It's like a just a pure ride, um, and we get into the. Uh, the the final really showdown like after Spike goes in like they uh or escapes to go get candy he runs into the department store and this this has my favorite Gizmo scene in the whole movie it's when Gizmo takes the little Barbie car and is just driving it like a maniac um this is more Billy is a moron though like he co- they end up conf- he ends up confronting Spike in like this like like at some point and it, he's getting overpowered by this gremlin like. Spike's got a fucking electric chainsaw and Billy's just like with holding a base a wooden baseball bat going, Oh, maybe I should do something about this gremlin trying to axe uh, chainsaw me. Also, this fucking gremlin's chucking like saw blades and shit at his head, and he's just sitting there going, Oh, and then he gets a fucking like a, <laughs> but that's a what lawn I, dart. That's what I was saying about like yeah. the stupidity of a lot and like the stuff that we are now used yeah. to. Just like normal reactions to things, because it's like you we we've seen it done bad, we've seen it done yeah. well now. 
and now it's just our expectation for like normal people to react normally to extreme situations like this like no 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 yeah. like you wouldn't get away with a lot of the like that that shit yeah i mean dude i look at it because you get in a couple years after this, you get Home Alone in what nineteen ninety, yeah. and then like that movie, they just tried to recreate the tone with the 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 no place like Home Alone, whatever the fucking movie is called, oh, and right. that yeah. movie is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Like it is so like in a lot of it's just writing, but like it's it's the content that like you compare, you know, thirty years later, and you go oh this doesn't work <laughs> and then and just everything else and it's just like uh it's just a different world man and and that's so like uh, <laughs> i don't know it's why this shit from back then works still like because you could i mean look at your movie i mean like that you love like with your whole heart josh you love hackers yeah. with everything and hackers didn't hold up in 1996 like when it came to like how ridiculous it was but it was so still embracing that that mid 90s insane oh. action and movie. every like, song you know. they chose is just perfectly from that era yeah. and like i there's just there's nothing there is nothing wrong with hackers okay <laughs> i mean pool on the roof must have a leak okay there there's a lot wrong with hackers Shh. but dude also angelina jolie Jerry... is so hot in that movie though I love her in Gone in 60 Seconds. Her with yes. blonde dreadlocks is just a, oh, it's a look, man. I have to say, one of the most iconic things about this entire movie, and there's a lot of iconic things about this movie, the score in the Gremlins theme specifically. Yes, totally. Do, 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 totally. do, 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 do. And it's just like so fucking good because it feels like 80s, it's such a but like perfect. Yeah. Actually, at the beginning, it, uh, the, the, the song that the movie starts with sounded like a rip on uh, the song from Goonies. Yeah. Well, dude, it's like you have like that. You have the uh, all the like just the music for the gremlins is so good. I, like the it's just such a cool score for like it's just perfect because it gets that it sets the mood perfectly like everything else in this movie where it's like it's like menacing, but not too menacing. Right. right. It's, it's yes. that, like. It's not like a Jason's coming after you no. kind of menacing. It's like it's like, uh oh, you're in trouble. You're out later than you're supposed to. Your parents are gonna get mad at you. Kind of like that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. thing. And uh, it's the score is just wonderful. Like it's so good. I, you really legitimately see all the names on this movie, and you go like I said when we started this. You got like Steven Spielberg is like producing. You got like Joe Dante who had done like things like The Howling, uh, which again another movie. That is just pure practical special yep. effects, like right. That just and it's so entertaining. And you get the you get these actors like Corey Feldman who's in it, and you get uh, like all these people. Dick Miller, Dick Miller who was also in the Shine or the not the Shining, the Howling. Um, and it's just so much that this movie is like you you just you go. I mean, there are goofy things about it, but it's just fun the whole time. And the whole end chase sequence. Uh, in the the store, um, is just so good because it basically gets to the point where they're like, yeah, if uh, Spike gets uh, they blown all the other gremlins up, which I still don't know how they proved that they blew all the gremlins <laughs> up, but they did. Um, no, they're blown up. Shut uh, up. No, just shut up. No, sp- shut up, bitch. Sp- <laughs> Spike finds a fight. Spike finds a uh, a uh, like a water fountain, 
like a, a yard water fountain that, you know, like for like just to looks, you know, and he finds it in the middle of this uh, department store and he gets wet and if they don't pop open the and that's my favorite part too like one of my favorite parts when uh gizmo sees it happening and he like he pulls on the shade or whatever and gizmo just chucks into the <laughs> ceiling like head first oh man poor gizmo uh which I mean, another reason why gizmo my dog is perfect for it because he runs head first into walls all the time actually he stopped that but he did it a lot when he was a baby um and yeah, and they open up the sunlight and like fry, they fry Spike and it is fucking groovy, dude. It is gory as shit. This like, it kind of reminds me of the scene from like, uh, the first Indiana Jones movie. Uh, where well, the dad's it, wearing not... Indiana Jones's hat for like half the movie too. Like, at the be- <laughs> yeah. Like, in, in, the, in the beginning when he's buying the chest that uh, the Mogwai comes in, it's so, everything yeah. is all just so... Indiana Jones, like Steven Spielberg's like, yeah. no, 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 you got to make it more Indiana Jones. Come on. Like, no, you know what I assume was they were like, they had a budget and they're like, hey, Steven, can we just use some of the <laughs> Indiana Jones? Yeah, of course, of course. Indi- I mean, what year was Indiana Jones one? It was, uh, let's see. Kistel Skull. When was the actually the first one? Temple Dune was 84. Last Crusade was 89. Oh, it was in... Why? Oh, it's 81. Yeah, so it was like three years before this. I just can't so believe like, they're making a fifth one. Like, he's going to be, like, I, breaking his hip. There's, like, pictures I, and everything, man. Like, look at... Yeah, he got hurt. Didn't he get hurt doing this one? Like, he got hurt doing the first Star Wars one, that like, the seventh Star Wars movie? Man, I... That... I, I think I've never seen a movie where my, like souls drained out of my body like when Shiloh LaBeouf started <laughs> swinging like Tarzan through the, the jungle uh, it, it's such a bad it, like there's, there's it, there is some redeeming parts to that movie don't get me wrong but yeah. overall just no the, the last 20 years the two scenes that have made me angrier than any scene in cinema was that scene and then the fucking Prometheus where the giant ship is rolling at Charlize Theron and she keeps running straight straight, and she could have ran six feet to the left and she wouldn't have gotten squished. And she's supposed to be like the captain and smart and blah, 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 blah. And it's just like those two scenes. I'm just like, I hate, I I hate this. I hate you. I hate this. I hate you. I hate this. That scene made me hate. I don't, I actually don't think I've watched Prometheus since the theater. And I, I, maybe once, I don't there know. There are so that scene... many things wrong with Prometheus, and I understand people hate it, but I don't but know it's why. I, I don't know why I liked it. Like, there's a lot to hate yeah. in it, for sure, but I li- I liked it. And I, yeah. I like telling people I liked it because it pisses so I don't normally, it's usually this, I'm, I'm on pretty even keel, but like, yeah. that's one that I'll like go against the grain for sure and be like, whatever, I fucking liked it. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I don't, I don't mind you like that. I just me, it was like. Oh, I've started I, like full on yeah. like angry debates. But what about? Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, and dude, <laughs> dude, dude. I we got when I did the uh, I did Andy and uh, Brian for Dead in Santa Carla. They had me on for the ranking of the aliens and like you know uh, predator movies. 
and I had Prometheus like five slots lower than anyone else in the fucking thing. It was like it was the second worst in all of the movies, and that's only because Alien vs Predator record well, exists. The amount of people so. that just like all of a sudden choose like stupid horror tropes, like oh we're gonna go have a shower. What? Wait, what? <laughs> what? Where is there a shower anyways? But like okay, yeah. oh we're just gonna go off into uh you know we just got to this alien planet but we're gonna go and fuck in the corner <laughs> oh no dead like what, Dude, what are the, you doing let's pet let's pet the weird alien snake that we know nothing about <laughs> like it's like you a fucking labadoodle uh rod showed me a list of like all the top horror movies that came out this year which we definitely got to talk about on the show as well but it, that made me more sad than anything that we had only seen maybe a handful of like a we saw like half I think we saw like half of them or I, talked about half of them. But like the fact that a list like that exists and I haven't seen like yeah. pretty much or close to all of them, it's usually what I strive just like for myself, yeah. not for anything else. But like it's what, you know, we're, we are well versed in horror over any other genre of movies. But the, for like a, all those movies to even like, I didn't even know yeah. some of them existed. And that's completely yeah. under my radar is uh Yeah. I gotta like clean my fucking act up, man. I gotta <laughs> I gotta get on I top mean, of we, this. We bit we finished up the movie. The Gizmo uh does the uh Gizmo kills uh Spike and then basically the old Chinese man comes in, steals uh steals away uh uh Gizmo again and he sings like the hi ho song as he's going. Uh, and he goes off. So then let's do this real quick, Josh. We'll go over this list. There's 40 movies on this list, so we're gonna be real quick. Well, that's why uh, I was this so is fr- angry that I had only seen like you know a handful. Okay. Or a little. More. Willie's Wonderland. We talked about Wrong Turn. I haven't seen. Um, I don't honestly whatever. care that that whole thing. It's like it's been done, done to death, and now it's a reboot of the original again. Meh. Yep. The Blazing World. Never heard of Army of the Dead. Was dope, but. Like uh, I don't know. I like that movie. Sound of Violence. I haven't heard of that one. I um, did hear of that one, and I wanted to check it out. I, I liked Army yeah. of the Dead, man. Yeah. Um. Last night in Soho. I haven't so, got a chance to see it. So good, man. That honestly, yeah. for me though, it's hard for me to even put on. I guess whatever. Like, for me, like horror is more horrific. This is like beautiful and more about the story than it is about the actual horror. I guess there are yeah. like horrific things that happen, but it's hard for me to even like put this in the horror genre. It's more thriller, psycho- psychological, yeah. and that type of stuff. But yeah, Antlers is next. I want to see still. I haven't gotten to see. Why don't we just literally has... put it on the list and make it our next movie we talk about? Because we both want to watch do that it next anyways. Week. Let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, we're doing it. Okay, Meander. I don't know. Never, Never heard, heard of that of one. Malignant. I loved. You didn't like at all. Uh, no, um, no, hey, shit. I can't. Okay, we we talked about this off the show, not really on the show, about my like kind of distaste for *Malignant*, but not not so much. Like I don't know, man. I think it was just a weird time. I, and, yeah. Uh, I was like feeling really like down on life, and then it came out, and then I was like hypercritical because yeah, you know, like I wanted it to be something so much more than it. It turned out to be, but then at the same time, to see him take such brave uh, choices 
and just go all in with it. Now, in hindsight, looking back, it's like that is pretty fucking like metal yeah. of him to do that. He made he made a sixty million dollar B movie from the eighties. That's just or the seventies really totally. that has a lot of and it's really cool. And yeah, I've never. I've not heard of either one of these next two. Shadow in the Cloud, never heard of. I did. Earth, I did not know that was uh, a horror movie. I thought that was just because that's got Chloe Glace Moretz in it, and I thought that was yeah. uh, like a an old school like war movie or something. I don't know. Yeah, in the I Earth's got a fucking Col- dope poster though. Yeah, that's I. The it looks cheap though with the eyes. But I, I love that. That's what I like yeah. about it. Um, the columnist is dope. You that saw movie's it. Movie's cool. That's the movie uh, I told you about. That's like, it's like the end scene of Jay and Silent Bob, where they run around and kick people's asses for talking shit about him. <laughs> but she runs around and kill, kills people for talking shit about her. It's like it's like Swedish or Norwegian or something Ugh. like that. Bloodthirsty. I don't know. Never it looks heard. like a vampire movie. Caveat. We've we've uh, heard of it. Know. It looks weird, or I've heard of it rather. It's because of that Boys- weird looking bunny thing. Yeah, boys from County Hell. I would love to uh, put that. Awesome. Oh, I would love to put I've, that on the I've list. Se- I haven't I've seen it, it, but I would. We could do it. It's an Irish uh, vampire movie. I heard it's it really funny. Cool st- yeah, it does some cool stuff with the mythos. Gaia. I don't know. I've Fear heard Street, of it, but yeah, whatever. Fear Street Part One, nineteen ninety four. So good. I liked it. the The power I haven't seen. No. Um, Lamb, I haven't seen. I heard Lamb is Werewolf. kind of inside and outside of the kind of, of horror. like horror. Yeah, it's more like I talk. It's an artsy yeah, movie, is what Jerry artsy, said yeah. it. I talked to him about it. Werewolves Within was dope. Yeah, super fun. Um, Night Books was one of those Netflix movies that's made for like kids, kids kind of. But thing. like to be yeah. honest, I watched the trailer and was like, that looks fucking creepy. Like even to me. Yeah. To, for, yeah. Like, and I brought it up several times to see this year alone. The amount of like attempts at like I like to call accessible kid or kid friendly yeah. horror, accessible horror, um, yeah. is is ramping back up, man. Like almost to like yeah. the the level of what I was used to when I was a kid, and I am fucking yeah. pumped to see it, man. So if yeah. if this is gonna breed a whole new genre or not genre, a whole new generation of horror lovers, fucking a, let's do it. Yep. Come true. We talked about that movie's oh, right. fucking cool. Yeah, it's really fucking cool. weird as shit, but it's cool. Jacob's wife was dope. I, I talked about saw, that with Brian. Never saw one it. of that when you were out. Yeah, it looks gin, really good. Uh, Jacob's wife is definitely his horror comedy. You would like it. Oh, it's it's cool. Um, the gin, the uh, uh, what's that? Uh, genie movie. Oh, it's a genie. Cool. The gin is like the the Jewish word for them. Um, Titan. I didn't know that was know. a horror movie. I I just thought that was yeah. uh it was always on like critic lists. I saw it go into a bunch of um festivals yeah. and stuff and the poster's dope again. So like I yeah. I wanted to check it out. Nighthouse is on uh, the list I I want to see. That's something I, saw I wouldn't I want to talk about soon. It was here, it was maybe. good. Yeah. A Violation haven't heard of. Me neither. Um Fear Street Part 2 good, 1978. Good. Till Death was dope with Megan Fox. Oh, I never watched uh, it. Oh, it's dope. It's good. I like it. Uh, it's very simple, but it does it things executes right. pretty well. Yeah, it does things right. Yep. Sensor was dope. Fucking we talked about that. Awesome, dude. The stylist was dope. Hell yeah, Jill. Uh, Rock yeah. on, Jill. The queen, the queen of Black Magic. Um, Never heard of it. I don't know that That's one. A Shutter original. Fierce, cool. The Fear Street Part Three. 
Dude, uh, so I got to ask you now that we've... Uh, which was your favorite now that it's sunk in of all the Fear Street? Probably, probably the third one. Yeah, it was so good, man. Like, yeah. honestly, I love them all for different reasons. They And they executed well every time. But the third one, I think, had the coolest, like, story. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like how they wrapped it all up. Yeah. Um, next is Quiet Place 2. Dope. We obviously yeah, talked about that. Good. Psycho Gorman. Best movie about that of all week. time. Lucky, I don't know what the fuck that is. Me neither. Uh, Slacks was dope. Yeah. I, I missed. I, that was another episode you it's missed. It's got 96% that with... on Rotten dude, Tomatoes. It's so it's, good, man. You'll it, love it, dude. No, I watched it. It was I mean, great. you already saw it. Yeah, you already saw it. Okay. The Amusement Park was the... Uh, the George Romero movie they found in Insan. What? Uh, Shutter now. Yeah, it's a George Romero movie. No fucking um, way, man. I got to check it out. It's only like, it's like 50 something minutes. Oh. Uh, the Boy Behind the Door, I have not seen. And My Heart Can't Beat Unless You Tell It To. I have not seen. That's another that's been on the list. These are but, all um, going to be on yeah. my list now. Like, I love, there, this is the one thing that I love about Rotten Tomatoes, especially at this time of year, the wrap up. And it just like yeah. these lists are fucking amazing. And I, yeah. you know, as as much as like um, bigger movies, you can almost not even uh, trust the the to, the tomato meter, like Disney movies and that and whatever. Because I've heard and know some people that uh, review actually do get like kind of paid off and stuff to like give a positive yeah. review. But these movies are small to indie level movies, and to to have these uh, Rotten Tomato like percentages, it's the real deal yeah. thing. So I trust it. I love these lists, and I Dude. am going to potentially watch every single one on this list. I think. Okay, we saw like a lot more. Yeah, we've seen a lot yeah. more than uh, yeah. a handful. So never mind. Yeah, I, that's what I said. I was like, "There's a lot," and we did a lot of these. Like, we didn't do top five, but like we at least talked about all the fear streets and stuff like that. So. Um, yeah, we could do Antlers. Dude, Antlers is a movie I've been looking forward to like for two plus years. Because same, that movie same. was getting previewed in like 2018. Yep. And then like t- it came like 2019, it started ramping up about releasing and then COVID happened. And, and the yeah. fact that it is now accessible to you and I and we both haven't had the time to fucking check it out also makes yep. me sad. So we're putting yep. it on for next week. So we have to watch it finally. Yep, exactly. And it's one of those things because like even when you ask every week, have you watched anything else? It's like, fuck, man. Like I used to. Yeah. yeah. Now yeah. it's like, you know, shit. It's, it it gives us a reason, man, which, which I enjoy. Um, Yeah. So uh, we'll do Antlers next week. Dude, I uh, again, it's a cool stuff we get to do, like, you know, and talk about horror. It's just I love talking about horror with you. Um. So, dude, it's that will, and that will be our last show of. Uh, of I think that's uh, a this year fucking metal ass movie to uh, end on because it looks like just yeah. a. I've always loved, like, just monster movies in general, yeah. like old yeah. school eighties monsters movies, monsters movies done with the comedy spin, Psycho Goreman style, just like monsters in general. Uh, yeah. They they dude, that's. Why I like Gremlins, man. Yeah, Gremlins monsters. is a monster movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, bring it on. Let's do that. Uh, from one comedic, funny, cutesy monster puppet movie to this looks like an... I don't even know. Like, I've only seen the trailer, and it doesn't show much. And I heard yeah. that... I did hear that at one point in the movie, they do show it, and it kind of takes uh, the the horror out of it a little bit because it's... 
it shows too much of it. But for the most part, they rely on just like every other monster movie, the shadows or like, you know, not showing it to, but like we bring up every week, the less you show and the more you can put in your head or our heads rather, the way creepier it's going to be. And that's what, uh, yeah, better watch, wait, better watch out did. And both like, I, I could not wait to watch the home alone scene again to see his head explode. And then when I watched it, a man, like it's so crazy how I remembered it so differently. Oh dude. I, it was the same thing. I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? You just mind makes this, your mind goes way darker, man. It's again, I talk about it all the time on here, but why, why the Blair witch and, uh, the, uh, Paranormal activity are the f- most fucked up things in the world yes. and like the scariest movie experience that I've ever seen. Because you know why? The movie let my brain fucking destroy me. Yeah, but they it's let my brain destroy me. Found footage done it, it like those are the the how to of found footage yep. subgenre of horror. Like they're the, yep. the the tippity top done right. And if you wanna hold up a, a torch to that anything in that subgenre, you have to do it to that yeah. level now. They have set the bar, yeah. and yeah, you can't do yeah. it better. Speaking of that whole list, you know what? That was one thing that kind of surprised me. It was that VHS ninety four wasn't on there. Yeah, I've heard that VHS ninety four is like one of the best movies in horror to come out in a long time, and it's got like ninety or a hundred percent last I looked on Rotten Tomatoes. But I was just looking. It's. It's ninety two percent. The audience score is fifty one percent, which is weird. I yeah, I don't dude. It's weird. That. Like, go when see that happens, like, <laughs> yeah, go see Spider. <laughs> well, dude, that's the biggest one that we've ever done here, and one of the biggest ones I've ever seen was the stylist. Like, literally, the last time I looked at, I don't know if it's as bad now. It is ninety percent by critics Hell and thirty seven percent in the audience. It's and that movie. It, we talked about it when we talked about it. That movie makes it makes you feel uncomfortable watching it. Yes. And I think that like when it probably there's a big difference there with critics because I mean look at what well, you and I do has on weekly forty basis. critic reviews and fewer than fifty ratings for the audience yeah. score. So but, it's like forty forty. Yeah. But what I'm saying is though, like those those critics probably, you know, are more desensitized and so that feeling something like that and then you probably had people just turning that movie off because of what oh, it did it to him. You, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So. But I love that Brie Grant is uh, like the the lead in it because she's just like taking over horror yeah. in general right now. Like she's uh, directing and writing like every horror movie right now. Like she's in yeah. The Stylist. She's in Lucky or yeah, she wrote she's Lucky. In that- uh, that other Dude, she was in on. After Midnight. After Midnight was fucking dope. Um, something you should watch at some point, or we didn't watch. Uh, Lucky was on that list, yep. wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. So yeah, she's doing a lot, man. She also did uh, the Devil's Carnival, which was a weird fucking little. I don't know if you ever saw that. It was like a fifty-minute like horror horror opera. I think is what you put it. It's very very odd. Oh really? But yeah, yeah. Uh Okay, you sexy fuck. You should time to wrap up. Unless there's anything else you want to say before we get out of here. Go see Spider-Man. 
go see Spider Man. It's good before it ru- gets ruined for you because there are things that can be ruined for you. Oh so my if you God, haven't seen yes. it and you, you get a chance, go see it. It's worth it. That is the kind of movie. It, it's that, an event. It's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna be tons of fun at home. Don't get me wrong, but you're not gonna have like 37 people cheering like when shit happens. That like kind of is gonna get you pumped up and going too. So, Josh, we have MurderMoose.com. We have I our Twitter it feed, every week. Pod. Yeah, Josh is awesome. I have to put some of the. Our YouTube has most of the episodes up. I, mean, I think I'm missing three or four, so I got to put those up. But um, and I post on our Instagram, so you could follow us there. I just put little like thumbnails and whatnot. But I think that's all. So Josh, I am Rod underscore Johnston on Twitter and everywhere else. Twitch, come watch me there. And Josh is Josh WRB, and he drums and is a metal metalcore uh, drummer again. Oh man, sexy motherfucker. Well, I'm I'm attempting to, by the way. Like, yeah, this I I have a potential to join a new band that is really freaking, really freaking awesome and super talented, and they haven't had a real life drummer. They programmed it in the computer. It all sounds so good. They have like, um, uh, Carl from X Misery Signals, uh, at guest vocals on one of the songs as well. Like they. It's all, it's fucking dope. And I'm so stoked yeah. to like be pushing myself so hard to, to get it because this is so something that I've always loved to do music wise, but like I've, I'm not a computer. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm practicing. You are, a, you are a machine though, Josh. You are a machine. So, Josh, next week, Antlers. That's your homework. Woo! If you want to uh, watch it beforehand. So, Guys, thank you for listening. We'll catch you next week. And bye. bye! Also, see Psycho Gore, man.